0: Hey, everyone. Before we start the show, we want to share information on a podcast we think you'd like called Journey to Launch. For too long, people of color were denied the resources and access to achieve wealth. But it's more important now than ever to make sure that we work to close the wealth gap for our communities. Want to learn how to pay off debt faster, save, invest, and build real wealth? then you have to check out the Journey to Launch podcast with host Jamilia Safran, who guides you on the path to reach financial independence. Get the tools, information, and inspiration to achieve your money goals so that you can live a life with more options and freedom. Listen and subscribe to the Journey to Launch podcast wherever you listen to your pods. Welcome back Brown Girls, Ashanti here, the founder of the Brown Girls Guide to Politics, the one stop shop podcast for women of color who want to hear and talk about the world of politics. As we continue with our collaboration with She the People, we're highlighting women from their 20 women of color to watch in 2020 list. These are all barrier breaking women who are changing the political landscape this year and beyond. Meet Montserrat Arredondo. She is the executive director of One Arizona, a coalition of community groups which focuses on Latino civic engagement. The organization has set an impressive goal in 2020 to coordinate 250,000 new voter registrations throughout the state between January and October and to facilitate the biggest voter turnout in Arizona history. I'm really pumped to talk to you today. You just have such an amazing career. You've been doing wonderful work in your community in the state of Arizona. First question, what inspired you to first get involved in politics and advocacy?
1: Thank you for saying that. Um, Well, for me, it had to do with my mom and where, where I grew up. I am actually born and raised here in Arizona. And at the time, well, growing up here, I grew up in public housing, and a lot of my friends were in a similar situation as myself. Our parents were undocumented, specifically our moms. And we were transitioning from high school to university, applying for schools, and many of my friends realized for the first time that they also were undocumented. And that's really what activated us to do something about it. We started doing some research. More like, hey, who's doing something? What organizations are out there? And we found folks. And that quickly led us to the Capitol, where we started to do advocacy against uh, the Shomir Paper spill Papers bill at the time, SB 1070, in 2010. And that became our main focus. So after that, we realized that we needed to get more young people activated out there voting and paying attention to what elected officials were doing. So... On and off, I've been doing voter registration in the state of Arizona since 2010. And in 2018 was our biggest year to date. We actually registered 191,000 people to vote in Arizona as a coalition at One Arizona.
0: That is amazing. That is such a huge number. So you mentioned One Arizona. Tell us a little bit more about the work that the organization does.
1: Um, yeah, so One Arizona is a coalition of 23 organizations across the state, and we come together with an understanding of um, getting our communities, people of color, registered to vote to then push them into civic engagement. And that looks like voting, advocacy at the city and state level, running for office, and as we grow By number of organizations, we're also growing into new regions of the state and growing into a more diverse coalition with different constituency groups that really at first started with Latino groups and has grown um, into Black, Native American, Asian, Asian communities that are joining the coalition since 2016. That 2016 election was another turning point for folks the same way that it was for Latino groups in 2010 and um, different constituency groups deciding, hey, I got to do something, I got to do more. And that's when we saw our Native American groups join our coalition and also Coalition for Change, which is our African American coalition in themselves, join these efforts.
0: Uh, We love a multiracial coalition. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned 2016, you know, a very important presidential election year. In Arizona, we know that immigration has been a key issue there. You have talked about it a little bit. How is COVID-19 impacting your work to support the immigrant community during this time?
1: Yeah, so we've been focused on census this year as well. And, you know, the on the census, there was a potential to have a question about your immigration status. Unfortunately, that's not on there anymore. So we were making a lot of strides with our community, making sure that they were getting counted. And now with COVID, undocumented workers or families are not receiving any relief. Um, Even those that have citizen children will not be receiving anything. So our coalition joined a bigger coalition in the state, and we are raising dollars for undocumented workers to support them with any needs like paying for their rent, groceries, toiletries, or needs for, for children that are home now and doing um, um, schoolwork from home. And, and that's a fund that we're trying to get as big as possible. And our organizations that focus on immigrant rights will be helping to distribute those dollars. I believe that's on our site. It's all over our social media. We're doing a, a matching grant of 50000 And that closes May 1st. So, we're really pushing it right now to ensure that we get as many donations as possible to support our undocumented families.
0: As many of you know, our sponsor for the Brown Girls Guide to Politics is the nonprofit small dollar fundraising platform, At Blue. This week, At Blue wanted to lift up one of the ways you can take action to support black and brown organizing work. We've been talking about how it's so important to give to campaigns and how $5 can make a difference in those races. But grassroots fundraising isn't just for candidates. Over the past few weeks, people across the world have given to black-led organizations fighting for racial justice and against police brutality. The same principles apply to this organizing work. When more people contribute what they can, we build a movement that is powered by the people and can create lasting change. At Blue put together a form where you can split one donation between all the groups we at the Brown Girls Guide to Politics have suggested you support. You can find the link at atblue.com donate slash BGG. Hey, Brown Girls. Taking a self-care day is always needed, especially during these times. Taking care of hair should be fun, convenient and relaxing. That's why I recommend Madison Reed. Remember Cynthia? She is the producer of the BGG podcast and loves Madison Reed. She loves her hair color and how healthy it feels. The at-home hair color kit really provided her with salon quality results literally delivered to her door. I personally love that the company is founded on the belief that a confident woman is a beautiful woman, and the team at the Brown Girls Guide really does believe women who are confident can change the world. At the Brown Girls Guide, we too believe confidence is everything. We want to empower women to save time and money and maybe even spend that extra well-earned energy changing the world. Unlike many other hair color brands, it doesn't have ingredients that can damage your hair. No ammonia, no parabens, no phthalates. And it's full of ingredients that nourish your hair. Madison Reed Color is infused with Argan Oil, Keratin, and Ginseng Root asterisk so you get shiny, healthy looking hair. Brown Girls You can get ammonia-free, multi-dimensional hair color delivered to your door starting at $22 if you head to Madison-Reed.com. Use my promo code BGG and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. My promo code again is BGG. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Just thinking about 2020 in general, What are some of the ways where you would like to see candidates engage with communities of color this election cycle, especially around the work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, you know, we are, we were looking forward to being a, what is called a battleground state for the first time and getting a lot of attention from presidential candidates or Senate candidates. And that has dwindled down right now with folks having to stay home and work from home. Uh, And also the weather in Arizona is changing a lot In, in the Central Valley area. It's getting really warm. So I would love for as much as we're trying to interact with people online where they're at, meeting them where they're at, I'd love to see that from candidates as well. You know, we are having online town halls online receptions or just live, you know, like lives on Instagram and Facebook. And I feel like I'm not seeing a whole lot of that. And um and that's just, you know, folks are online right now and I and and that's where candidates need to to find folks. And people are having conversations about COVID. They're having conversations about the election uh, every single day, more and more on their Facebook, on their Instagram, on Twitter. And um, I feel like I'm seeing less, less of candidates, and and that's the places I love to see them.
0: Awesome. So I want to pivot a little bit. For the She the People list, you got to pick a plus one, and you chose Alejandra Gomez. Why did you choose Alex?
1: Yeah, I chose Alex. I actually, Alex was my organizer in 2010 when I first was doing work as a 18 or 19-year-old at the time. And she had been working on immigration reform and fighting against Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who at the time was terrorizing the immigrant community. And she now is a co-director at Lucha Living United, for change in Arizona. And they're an organization that has grown really quickly, has a robust team of young organizers and staff. And I feel like that really comes from her style of leadership, the way that she's um, she mentors people and cares about our state and the difference that we can make in our lifetime to see the change that we're, we're striving for. Um, so she's, she's a big motivation for me in this work on how to um, lead with my heart as well as my head.
0: Oh, I love that. Moving into our final question, our signature question that we ask all of our guests, what advice would you have for the brown girls out there listening saying, I want to be just like her?
1: Yeah, you know, I would say... For, for me, before becoming a operative in politics, some would say, or just a community organizer, I actually wanted to be a social worker. Because I grew up in the projects, there was um, Shirley would come and pick us up and do different activities with us. And she really impacted my life, and I wanted to be a lot like her. And I quickly realized that, you know, that those were small changes, and I wanted to fix big problems. And... I would say to everyone that in order to fix small problems and big problems, you still need a team. You need people around you that uh, are looking for that and also want that. And fortunately enough, there's a lot of us that are doing civic engagement and community organizing work. And oftentimes it's a quick Google away or a Facebook search away to find a group that's doing this in your neighborhood, in your area. And the best way to get started and get involved is to start volunteering and listening to, to different podcasts and hearing about different artists that are civically engaged and are activists. Um, you know, I think of Cardi B, who has been really out there recently talking about the president and talk about the presidential candidates. And knowing that's like where wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, there's a way to amplify your voice and let folks know what's really up
0: great advice, and yeah, I really love how she uses her platform. so this has been a really great conversation. Thank you so much for joining us
1: yeah, yeah, of course, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much.
0: If you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay up to date with us on the BGG website, www.thebgguide.com and on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The BGG Guide. The BGG Podcast is produced by Wonder Media Network. You can find them on Instagram at WMN.media and on Twitter at WMN media. Until next time, Brown Girls. Hey, everyone. Before you go, I have a quick request. We're eager to know about our BGG audience, so we create a short listener survey to help us learn more about you. Visit wondermeanetworkcom survey to share your thoughts and be entered to win some Wondermia Network swag. That's wondermeanetworkcom survey. You can also find the link in the episode notes.